I am Eric, he is Paul, we are Fluffy, and this is the Fat Packs Podcast brought to you by Top Shelf Bricks. What's up, Paul? Saw, dude. Saw, man. How you doing, brother? Man, I am, I'm good. You good? Good. It was a, a good evening. I didn't, didn't, I missed out on all the fun, so I didn't watch any TV last didn't watch night, any TV, so I yeah. didn't, didn't see the, the lakers Wizards game, didn't see the World Series game, but man, I missed some stuff. You, we, like, I didn't watch the, the, the World Series game either, and we apparently just missed the the biggest game in the world ser- history of the World Series. We did. So um, that sucks for me and you and every, everybody else who, who turned right, it on. Enough yeah. people in the office have told me about it yeah. already today, so I feel like I was there. You feel like you were there? Yeah. <laughs> you feel like you're, you know, it's coming back to Houston, what, Friday, right? Yeah, man. Dude, I want to get in a car. You can get in a car and go down there? I want to, man, but that $900 standing only tickets are a little Ooh, tough. That's, that's a bit much. A little steep on a fat pack salary. Who, who do we know down in, like, we know Jeff. We do know Jeff. We know Jeff from TriStar, who could probably pull, pull, maybe pull some strings, get us in. Maybe, maybe I'll let us sleep on his floor. Yeah, something like <laughs> that. I mean, if you let Muhammad Ali sleep at his house, that's true. Why not us? It's true. <laughs> why not us? We are champions in our own right. That's right. Uh, so there was a lot of <laughs> a lot of sports going on last night, this week, uh, that we will get into later on in Beckett Whatevs. But right now, we're going to talk about uh, new products and pricing as we kick off every show. And it's a big week for new products. Paul, Dude, Paul it, says this it, is going to take 15 minutes. So it kind of snuck up on me, man. There are so many products that dropped this week and so many relevant products. It's okay. just unreal. Um, so we'll just start out with the big one. I mean, Prism Football dropped from sure. Panini. Um, huge, 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 huge. Everybody's chasing it already. Um, just dropped on Tuesday was the first off the line. Those boxes are running about 140, 150. Wow. Um, with the first off the line, they're doing the promotion where you get the, the one bronze auto, which is a print run of 20 or less. Okay. And one bronze parallel which is six or less oh, wow. in each box, so which is why they're a little bit more. All right. Um, but they're still rocking. You get three total autos in those. Um, one will be bronze and two will be regular. Um, but, man, those Watsons, I saw one already go for like $800 on, the, on the auto. Yeah. Really? Yeah, man, those things are boom, banging. And uh, the regular Prism's out, uh, 120 a box, three autos per box. A lot of color, a lot of cool stuff in there. Um, doesn't didn't disappoint, that's for sure. Sure. So, uh, so prison football's out. We have uh, let's see, going to a new product, 2017 Bowman High Tech baseball. High Tech baseball, okay. From but Bowman style. Bowman. So it's like prospects. So you're gonna get your. I'm out. Yeah, I know you're out. You don't <laughs> like out. prospects, but you're gonna get your Kevin Martins and your and and those kind of guys are gonna be in this product. Also. It brings on the first Reese Hopkins autos, Hoskins autos, okay, um, license autos. License he has autos. a couple's out from Panini, but these are the actual first uh, top slash Bowman autos that are out, um, and they're already through the roof. Now this product here, it's about one forty-five a box. Ten, you get one pack, ten cards per pack, 
four on-card uh, autos, uh, one base parallel, and then you got multiple bases. It's a tech thing. So okay. you got your diffractors and your thises and your thats and all the different ones, um, different colors that go along with it. Um, and they also put in there 1992 Bowman. We have such a great iconic set. Sure. There's variations of that in there with some of the newer players on there and some autos and stuff. So that's kind of cool. I, I, I can dig that part. Yeah, you can dig that part, <laughs> but the other part, but no, but go get, go, go open it, man, because those Hoskins cards are just through the roof. Through already. the roof already? Already, man. Panini uh, Hoops Basketball is out, okay? And a low-end low product, but Lower-end product, yeah. $75 a box, 24 packs, eight cards per pack, two autos per box, 24 inserts or parallels. You got all the glasses in there, man. Right. All the whole, the whole, the whole shooting gang. So, um good opportunity to take a $75 chance at getting uh, one of the big stars out of there for an auto. That's always a fun it's like it's fun to we've opened a lot of that last year actually. Yeah, we did. Uh it was always it was fun to just just sit down and sort through that um I'm I'm a closet basketball guy. You are. So sit down and open up hoops uh, one hoops is iconic to me, you know, right, for the right. early 90s stuff and then to sit down and see this and uh, it's, again, it's a low end product, but it's fun to break. It is <laughs> for know. sure. It's affordable. gives you you know gives you a bunch of packs to open, so it's good stuff. NT National Treasures Baseball dropped also this week. Holy crap! I know, man. It's an insane week. Uh, that's four ninety five a box. Pretty standard, you know, typical National Treasures product. One pack, eight cards, six on six autos or mem. Uh, one booklet in every box, which is kind of cool. Okay. Um, they did some cool stuff in this one. I saw it. I saw Hank. No, a Roger Maris Mickey Mantle dual booklet. Yes, this yeah. is Mickey Mantle's debut in National Treasures. Sure, so it's, it's a big deal, right? Because uh, National Treasures always does up the cards right. It's going to be nice pieces of uh, Mickey Mantle uh, memorabilia in there. Um, there's a seven card exclusive set. Imagine that seven cards <laughs> of Mickey Mantle um, that you can chase in there. They also did um, a Chicago Cubs World Championship tribute set okay. in there as well, and Theo Espin has an auto in there. Oh wow! Is that his first auto? Um, I don't know about. I don't know that. You got me on that one. I don't okay. know if it's his first one, but um, it's but definitely, that's de a, that's definitely definitely a highlight. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so that dropped. Uh, go go check that out. If that's uh, in your wheelhouse. Uh, for like I said, four ninety five a box. Two thousand seventeen tops archive signatures. Okay. Okay. Six, I remember this from last season. Sixty five a box, one pack, one auto. Okay. Pretty simple. Um, but they're all active players. This time they're all active. All active players, all right. which is kind of cool. Which, I mean, for the most part, unless somebody retired like during process. But you know what I mean? Sure. It's all all active players. And highlight from this set, I won't go into too much of it, but the checklist is pretty cool. But there's a Pujols Ichiro card. That oh, okay. one from like 2001 with yeah, yeah, a split yeah, yeah. card. They got that dual signed by the nice. two of them. So that's, that's kind of cool, man, because that I remember that card a lot like back in the day. That was the chase, man. It was. So to have that card and have a dual sign now, is a, that's a good, good something to chase after. All right, we got a couple more products here. Um, 2017 history or historic autographs. Have you seen this? Uh, no, not the new stuff. Crazy. Crazy wow. stuff. All right, so they're 8x10 photos. Okay. So for $48, you get an 8x10 autograph photo. I bought this two years ago. You okay. did? Okay. Yep. Um, checklist is just sick. Okay? Okay. Just a sick checklist. All right, so I'm just going to I'm gonna do a little uh, name dropping here. Uh, Harrison Ford. Never heard of him. Uh, Carrie mm -hmm. Fisher. Who's he? Mark Hamill. Nuh-uh. Uh, ben Affleck, mm -mm. Uh, Will Smith, yeah, uh, Angelina Jolie, okay, Brad Pitt, uh -huh. Tom Hanks, uh -huh. Johnny Depp, 
some Chevy Chase guy. <laughs> I mean, ridiculous stuff. Nice. Right? And the list is good. I mean, I can't say them all here, but this goes on and on and on. So for forty eight dollars, you're getting one eight by ten. Yeah, you're getting a shot at those guys. Okay, so sweet, it's good stuff. You um, can and also get a Richard Petty, which what I did. Which was <laughs> what you did. <laughs> and then, kind of, almost, kind of, those are the historic ones. That, um, I guess I'm not really sure what the complete difference is, but this is Leafs version of it. They have a Pop Century. Um, 8x10 that's out too. Okay. Uh, those are $66 and again you get one 8x10 autograph. Um, I'm not going to again I'm not going to go through the whole thing I'm just going to hit a few highlights ones that I know you will like. <laughs> Shakira. Oh yeah. Alright. Shake of the booty. Yeah. Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Megan Fox. Yeah. She's and, always got her mouth open. Yeah well you know <laughs> and uh, Donald Trump. Oh yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Making 8x10 is great again. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> For $66. Anyway, that's it, man. Wow, that's he, a ton of stuff. He threw his list at I me. I did. That's a ton of stuff. He, it's a ton of stuff. Would you say it's a fat pack? Of stuff. That was a that was a lot of fat packs out this week, it man. It was a Breakers lot. are going insane. Uh, Chris forgot, Keller's going crazy. You forgot the big one, bud. What did I forget? The cup. Oh, that's right, because I don't do <laughs> hockey. That's right. The cup dropped, too. The cup came Holy out, man. Holy mackerel. I did forget that. That's okay. Wow, right. what are the details? I don't know the details. You know the box. Were they about six, seven hundred dollars a box? Uh, six seventy-eight. Six seventy-eight is the okay. lowest I've seen. Okay. Uh, I've seen places have them up to eight hundred. Okay. Um, but you got Matthews, yeah, Nylander, yeah. Lene, the whole the whole gamut, right? Yeah. You and I were talking yesterday, and uh, the Connor McDavid rookie sold for like fifteen thousand out of the box, right out of the like box, yep. like fifteen, nineteen thousand, something like that. I think that the Austin Matthews, this is just my personal opinion, mm-hmm. um, I think it's going to be around sixteen, seventeen thousand as well. Yeah, I think it'll be the same. Um, and then the Patrick Line, I, th- I think probably eight or nine thousand. And then uh, you got Marner's Mar- in there too. Marner and Nylander, I think those are around three or four thousand. That's what I think. Okay, I'm, I could be completely wrong, and that's just no no market information yet or anything like that. But right, right, right. It's my guess. So uh, one ten. Let's see. I think there's six or six tens in a case. Uh, one ten will come get you about seven or eight cards. Okay, and you're you're gonna have a rookie patch auto in each ten. Okay, and just a plethora of other things to get. It's cool, man. We saw that. I saw that. I sent you that picture yesterday. That Matthews right, booklet. That Matthews booklet. That's sick, man. It's, it's uh, well, that was very nice. Yes, <laughs> I can tell you very that sick. much. Very uh, sick. I, when those when those first Matthews number to ninety nine rookies come out, I'm I think the the bottom. Is absolutely going to fall out of everybody's mind. The jaw is just going to drop. <laughs> yeah, because it's going to be like making decisions like, do I buy this car yeah. or do I buy a Honda Civic? I mean, you know, exactly. that kind of stuff. Upper Deck did a really good job this year, uh, or for the Cup, this Cup campaign, of posting hits like a gallery, and they did a whole week leading up to it. Oh, cool. So, man, they, they showed nice, nice stuff. So uh, that, that product is live, and it's awesome. Awesome. Okay. Good deal, man. Uh, well, there you go. Now, now we're done. Now, new pricing. Just three, and I, I don't have a list like Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Just three things. Uh, tops triple threads. Uh, Mr. Fleischer has been pulling out his pulling out his hair. Um, taking Xanax, just doing anything he can do to get this price. And he says that it, it, it is priced and it'll be live by tomorrow. He told me he may even eat a cheeseburger at lunch. Oh, man. See, the thing is, if he goes to Taco Bueno, that's when you know it's serious. He hates that place. Yeah, he so, does hate that place. So if he goes to Taco Bueno and gets, gets something there, that's when you know it's serious. Uh, Toronto Maple Leaf Centennial. I have got, I've got that price for you, too, man. Um, that's, that's a pretty nice product. It's a pretty nice product. It was great to break. It was fun. Uh, two autographs per. Mm-hmm. Um, 
those premium materials. We pulled a, uh, we pulled a Felix Potvin, Potvin uh, number fifteen, number fifteen of fifteen. Yes. Uh, that was a fun. I mean, just given the excitement around hockey and Austin Matthews and the Maple Leafs right now, it was a fun product to break. So that's priced for you now. And uh, Panini Impeccable Football, yes, is now done as well. Uh, those obviously we recapped that a couple of weeks ago, but it has uh, the gold and silver bars in them. They do. So that is all done. All right, let's set up the show. Uh, this was a fun one to do. We recorded sure. both of these interviews. We, one we recorded yesterday, and we just got done recording an interview uh, a moment ago, so I'll, we'll, we'll play those uh, for you back-to-back. The first one with, with Mr. Brian Aaronworth f- from Frameworth. Um, they're hosting the 2017 Fall Expo Autograph Pavilion, and we went over the, check, over the, the signers list. Yeah. We went over everything that you could possibly want to know about getting involved with the pavilion, whether you're there or not. Yep, perfect. So, um, th- obviously, if you're there, there's going to be a few more perks that you can get, get involved with. You know, the mystery boxes, those, today's the 26th. Those mystery boxes go live today on their website. Wheel of Fortune. The Wheel of Fortune, which is another great way to obtain, a, a, again, in that $20, $40 price range, you can obtain an 8x10 photo, and you might get a Sidney Crosby, and you might get a, a, a Paul and Eric. You know, it's yeah, just... <laughs> That's a one of one. <laughs> it is a one of one. So uh, that is a great interview filled with lots of information that you really got to pay attention to because uh, if you if you can't make it up to Toronto for the uh, for the expo, he has ways for you to be involved. So uh, don't miss that. Coming right back to back off of that, we just sat down with the lovely Miss Emily. I want to get her name right. Rogenberg. Ro- Rogenberg. Yep. Um, Man, what a talent is all I can say. She's an aerial photographer. Fearless. Fearless aerial photographer. Uh, she has had the pleasure, I'll say it's a pleasure because you'll, you'll tell the, by the excitement in her voice, of shooting uh, championship parades and, and celebrations from, from the air, obviously, yep. of uh, the Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers Championship, the Chicago Cubs Championship, and the New England Patriots Championship. So... Uh, right now, she is sitting behind her computer, an- anxiously waiting to see who's going to win the World Series this year, yep. and figure out where she's going to go. But man, these photo- these going to be a hundred degrees. Yeah, it's going to be sixty degrees. Exactly. <laughs> these photos are, are are so awesome. She also has a line of apparel for. Uh, well, Cleveland is the biggest one, but she has other cities on there as well that are just really cool. So, uh, Cleveland, this show is really for you. This interview really is for she you. She really is. The reason why Cleveland rocks. Yeah, Cleveland. <laughs> she really is. I was. We were talking yesterday about. So we, if we ever get in a jam, we know that there's two cities in America that we can go to to <laughs> to, to find true. interviews, and it's Cleveland and St. Louis. That's true. And Cleveland came through for us again. There you go. We should just move to Cleveland. <laughs> uh, oh man, maybe. maybe you know, I maybe. Don't know, maybe the home. Of, we I don't just, think they would take me because I don't like LeBron. You don't like LeBron. I don't think they would take me right now. That's okay. Until he signs with you the can Lakers. Share your memories of Brad Doherty and Mark Elo and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Elo. Oh, <laughs> Mark my. Price. Oh, man. All right, so both of those interviews back-to-back, and then we're going to come on the other side of that and hit you with a little Beckett whatevs where we talk about, well, whatever we want to talk about. Word. So, uh, guys, hang tight, and we'll be right back with Brian Aaronworth. Hey, what's up? This is Chris, Chief Brake Officer here at Top Shelf Brakes, and you are listening to the Fat Pack, Eric and Paul, on Beckett Radio. 
right, guys, we're back after that quick break. And joining us now on the phone is uh, an interview that we've been working on for the better part of three weeks, but I'm glad, glad it's finally happening because when this happens, it means that the, uh, the fall expo is right around the corner. Right. And so uh, we typically run down an autograph list, you and I just by ourselves. Usually. But this time we went to the source. Uh, we went to the we went to the Frameworth. We went to Brian er- Aaronworth from Frameworth, who's joining us on the phone now to uh, run down their autograph list for the autograph pavilion this this uh, fall expo and a whole bunch of other stuff. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Awesome. How are you guys? We're doing great. As doing well. well, man. Looking forward to uh, that cold weather. Yeah, like we were talking <laughs> off air. Definitely <laughs> looking forward to it, man. Definitely looking. We might f- accommodate you. That's nice. awesome. Good deal. I like this guy already. <laughs> he's, he's a good guy. So, uh, Brian, before we get uh, into the into the autograph pavilion, uh, please introduce yourself. Tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and who Frameworth is. Uh, well, it's Brian Aaronworth. I'm the president of Frameworth Sports Marketing. Um, this is actually our 25th anniversary in business. Started in 1992 as basically a picture frame company, and that company has evolved from doing wall decor and uh, interior design work and we took that expertise over the number of years and started creating sports products that had a nice flair to it uh, became more suited for wall decor than the typical uh, memorabilia that was around in those days you know there wasn't really much to it back then it was a you know maybe a little black frame around an eight by ten and we took our framing expertise, which we backed, kind of backed into the industry, uh, and made it look sexy enough to put on a wall in a home or a boardroom, and hence the beginning of the man cave culture <laughs> nice. uh, that you see today. So, so um, we were kind of at the forefront of all that, and um, it's worked out very well for us. Very awesome. Very awesome. So, um, you guys. I, I seen you. I seen you guys work up there in Toronto, and you guys got a lot of exclusives. And Paul wants to know about your exclusive athletes. Paul, yeah, who do you who do you have? Like who who is your main people that that you're going to bring into the show, and who are the guys that you enjoy working with? Well, here's the thing. You know, I t- talked about Frameworth and how we got into the business um, kind of backwards, which is more from the framing point of view and what we found in those early days was that uh, memorabilia helped sell our framing as opposed to framing helping sell the memorabilia so in those days we used to buy a lot of autographs from other people and we uh, you know we would go out to brokers and things uh, the other people that would we purchase autographs from and then we found that we were buying starting to buy so many that we were we didn't need a middleman so we started looking into buying uh, directly from the athlete Ah. And in the early stages, uh, I mean, as the story goes, we were approached by a, a sports agent who had a golfer, a Canadian golfer, that he wanted us to help out. We were primarily hockey. Um, so we took a shot at this guy, and two weeks later, um, the guy, being Mike Weir, ended up winning the Masters. Nice. Oh, wow. Um, so <laughs> that kind of, um, pre- that just accelerated everything uh in meeting with those uh, the agents on mike weir uh after he won the masters to discuss a, a bigger deal uh, they brought up another kid that was coming up and through the minor league system that was going to be supposedly the next wayne gretzky and if we were interested in him and frankly i didn't wasn't i didn't really know that much about the kid i'd heard his name but they 
told me that uh, we should do it. I was more worried about losing the Mike Weir deal, so I took the deal, <laughs> even though I thought it was too pricey. And that kid turned out to be Sidney Crosby. Mm. And from there, we've had Sidney Crosby in a great relationship with him and his family uh, since he's 15 years old. That led to um, Jonathan Taves, Pat Kane, John Tavares, Kerry uh, Price, the list goes on and on. Um, and, and we have what I would consider the, the top stable of athletes, hockey athletes for sure, in the industry, because that's been our focus over the last 25 years is hockey, whereas some of the other companies out there have great stables. Upper Deck's got Michael Jordan, and they've got all sorts of other top athletes, including Wayne Gretzky. But we started with hockey. That was our forte, and so that's why we have so many great players. Yeah, that is a great list of uh, of players right there. He failed to mention Bobby Orr, who was on that list. On that list. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so many Hall of Famers, listen, you forgot keep, one. Bobby Orr, I'm, I was thinking, for, focusing mostly on the current guys, but uh, Bobby Orr we, we uh, are working very closely with. We have an upcoming signing with him. Um, we've worked with Mario Lemieux mm-hmm. and continue to do so, and he will be one of our athletes, uh, obviously our marquee guy um, on the Sunday at the show. Uh, but we have uh, uh, worked very closely with Wayne Gretzky over the years, and now we're working with Upper Deck and him. So we have uh, a, a great relationship there. Um, Gordy, how you name it, we've been uh, blessed to be associated with so many of those great players. But um, in terms of the show coming up, uh, we've got uh, we've got I think a very diverse and, and a great lineup for that as well. Well, before we get into that, let's talk about lo- the logistics of formulating a guest list for 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 a show like this, like getting the right signers. What goes into that? <laughs> That's probably one of the most stressful things I've taken on in my 25 years in the business. Uh, one of the one of the biggest issues is trying to keep everybody happy. You know, and the social media that we're involved in, uh, which, you know, I'm an older guy, so it's harder for me to get used to this thing. But, um, you know, you read all the comments, and I almost have to stay away from them because you're either keeping people really excited or they're disappointed that their favorite athlete is not there. What we're trying to do is get a, a as diverse a group of people to cover everyone's interests as possible, and sometimes that's just not possible. One of the biggest challenges I have is people, when you ask them who would you like to see, and they throw out all these names, and some of them are just aren't possible to get, either financially, because you know it's one thing to say, let's get one of the top athletes in the world, but you know, you can, you know, maybe Michael Jordan, but he might have an exclusive deal with someone, or the price that you would have to charge to cover his cost would be way too much for the average fan, or even, you know, uh, many of the, the people that could afford it. It's even more than they can afford. So it, it's whether they're available, uh, the price point that they're going to be available, how much you have to charge the fan, uh, how to keep everybody happy so you get a diverse group of people. It is a major, major challenge. And then who's been in the neighborhood before recently, so you want to avoid guys that have just done a signing in the last three or four months. 
So picking the people that are coming to the show and keeping everybody happy is near impossible. Uh, so we just do the best we can and hope that everybody enjoys it. That's, yeah, that's that's all you can do yeah, with pretty much with any business with right. anything. You know, just do the you know the greater good, I guess, right? Yeah. Now right. with this upcoming show, though, I guess you you kind of maybe lucked out in a sense where since it being the Leaf Centennial, um, you kind of have to have some of those guys there. So um, who who's on that list that's coming in from the Toronto Maple Leafs for this uh, for this show? Well, you're right on that. You know, the, I know a lot of the guys are local and available here. This is not just a Toronto show, um, and for Toronto fans, it's an international show, and we get people from all over North America and some some around the world. But for the most part, because of the focus of the hundredth anniversary we have for this particular show, tried to focus in on um, Toronto Maple Leafs. So. On the uh, on the first day, we have Shane Corson and Thomas Caberlet, more recent players in the past number of years. Uh, then uh, that's on the Friday at 2.30. And then we have Bob Nevin, who's one of the uh, last Stanley Cup champions, uh, later in the day with Mike Krusielniski. And some of these players have played on multiple teams, obviously. So uh, Bob Nevin was with New York, and Mike Krusielniski was with numerous teams, including Detroit. So you know, for the Detroit fan, it's you know you can go multiple things, but you know, primarily we're looking at Maple Leafs that we could we could bring in. The following day on Saturday, we've got Rick Vive and Gary Lehman and Dave Anderchuk. Um, that was really a focus on fit the only three 50 goal scorers in Toronto Maple Leaf history um, okay. with the added bonus of Dave Anderchuk being uh, uh, in, inducted into the Hall of Fame this year, so Correct. that's great. Yep. Uh, later in the day, we focused in on, I would say, the three most um, popular, I wouldn't say popular, everybody's got their own taste, but the three most um, uh We'll stick with popular for now in terms of Doug Gilmore, Wendell Clark, and Daryl Sittler. That's um, these are the three captains that seem to be uh, everyone's favorites. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, I, I think that's going to be a great uh, addition to the show. Um, and they'll be signing later in the day on the Saturday. So in the morning, we've got Rick Vive, Gary Lehman, and Dave Anderchuk. In the afternoon, we've got Doug Gilmore, Wendell Clark, and Daryl Sittler. And then uh, the following day, we um, only due to the schedule, the you know the Leafs were playing Friday and Saturday, but we managed to convince Morgan Riley to come back to the show. He was there about a year ago, but as we all know, the Toronto Maple Leafs are a whole new team this year, mm -hmm. so we want as, uh, some current representatives. So we've got uh, we've got Morgan coming to the to the show, and and actually. Almost all of these guys, with the exception of Morgan, will be at our. We also host a gala dinner on Saturday night, so we have 15 or so Maple Leafs coming to the show uh, to our gala dinner that Saturday evening, and tickets are available for that as well. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Now, can they get uh, autographs and meet these players at the at this dinner? Um, actually, to to make it a great evening for everyone, what we do is we've created. And you can see the image online at framework.com. We've created a canvas that includes all of their images. It's a beautiful canvas. Our creative department did a great job. It's like I believe it's about 20 by 24. Okay. It'll come stretched uh, on stretcher bars, and it will be signed by every one of the players uh, that are at the event. 
so you're going to get 15 or 20 autographs on there, uh, or, well, probably 15 or 16 autographs on that, including Johnny Bauer, who won't be at the show, Eddie Shack, who won't be at the show, um, Ron Ellis, and uh, Mike Palmatier. So there's other, other guys that are showing up there that we didn't select for the show because they had been there more recently. So they'll only come to the gala dinner. But Doug Gilmore, Wendell Clark, and Vive, uh, uh, as well as Daryl Sittler, will be at the dinner as well. So that canvas will come autographed. That means that people don't have to walk around the room. It's a dinner. It's a, a high-end thing. It's very classy. Everybody will have their photo taken with all their players. It'll be framed up by the end of the dinner. Um, oh, wow. So it's a great gift. So you're walking away with a framed picture with you and all the players. You're walking away with a canvas signed by all the, all the guys. And you're going to end up with some all sorts of swag, and then we have a comedian coming in, and Ken Reed's doing from uh, Sportsnet's doing the uh, hosting, and so it, that'll be a great evening too. So, uh, Paul, we got to go get some tuxedos. I yeah, guess. something. Man. We got to. <laughs> no, yeah. it's not that formal, uh, but um, but uh, it's more casual. I'll tell you what, the players love it. Uh, they they. Um, it doesn't take much convincing, especially when you get 15 of them. I got players that we didn't invite from the Maple Leafs saying, hey, can I come? In fact, Ray Bork's going to be there in addition to the Leafs, and uh, Dennis Marouk will be there in addition to the Leafs. Um, good chance Bob McCowan's going to show. So we have a whole list of celebrities that just want to be there Nice. Um, in addition. Now, speaking of uh, let's let's get into the rest of the list. You, you mentioned Marouk and Bork, but this, this the rest of this list is really – Really, a fun gathering of, of guys. Uh, name a couple of your uh, your favorites on here, other than the Maple Leafs. Well, of course, you got to start with Mario Lemieux. Of course, uh, he's our to, to to get Mario to come to a show like this is very rare. I know he just came to be honored as the Man of the Year for the NHL alumni. I saw him on Wednesday night. Um, he's just such a big presence. Um, and, and, you know, and the price points aren't for everybody, and I totally get that. Uh, but they have to understand that Mario doesn't do this very often. It takes a lot to convince him. Uh, he's very uh, philanthropic, so people, you know, he's not a greedy guy. A lot he donates millions to charity every year from these type of things. And um, and so, you know, the prices that, that you're going to end up paying are reflective of bringing him up here, getting him in this environment, et cetera. So, it's not for everybody price point wise, but you're welcome to come and even you'll be there in front of everybody. You'll get to see him if you can't uh, get an autograph or you can't afford an autograph. Uh, you certainly can come and take a look and and uh, and see him firsthand. Um, that's on Sunday afternoon at about one o'clock, and then Ray Bork, another. NHL Hall of Famer is there, and uh, he'll be there a little earlier in the morning at 10.30 on the Sunday. So those, uh, those two guys, uh, I think, are, are big-name guys that are going to be there. In addition, on the Sunday, we have what we think is really cool, is one of the best uh, soccer players in the world in, in Sebastian Giovenko and Jose Altador, uh, along with Tosaint Rick, uh, Ricketts. Uh, all three Toronto TFC players, as you know, they just, uh, well, I don't know if you guys know down in <laughs> Dallas, but I assume you do, that they just set a new uh, MLS uh, uh, record so uh, for points in a year. Uh, and so that's really cool. And Chivenko and Altidore scored in that final game. 
So that's a, going to be a huge um, uh, demand for those guys. We're getting great feedback on, on them, and I, I expect long lineups for those guys. It's the first time they've appeared at a show. We also have um, eight Montreal uh, Canadian Hall of Famers or, or Stanley Cup winners for sure. I think they've got something like 34, 35 cups between them. Wow. Uh, Phil Goyette, Andre Pronovo, Bobby Russo, Jean-Guy Talbot, Pierre Bouchard, Rajan Uhl, uh, Junior Langlois, and Claude LaRose. These... For you guys, they uh, may not have been able to see them. I certainly did at, at 61 years old. So they were great Montreal Canadian players to watch. Um, and it's always a treat to have that type of classy um, player from the past show up. And they're all at the same time. You can buy group tickets for those, go through the lineup and get one after another. And then... Uh, and to work through that. In addition, we got a um, Fred Van Vliet from the Toronto Raptors coming, so we've got the basketball covered, uh, and Steve Molitor, boxer. So um, I think that pretty much covers it for the guys that are there currently. I don't think... Oh, and Dennis Marouk, who's going to be signing his books there, along with Ken Reed, who, helped, who wrote the book for him. So they'll be there on the uh, Friday as well. So that pretty much covers the guest list, and uh, we're getting a great response. Obviously, there's people out there that would like to see other people, but, you know, as, as we're trying to do, uh, we, we pretty much got a full slate. It's one of the biggest slates of players that we've had in any of the shows in the past. And it's a good one. I don't see anything wrong with <laughs> yeah, that lineup. A good one. Uh, wait, uh, I'm looking here on the website here, and the 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 Canadians – you, there's a package you can get for $110. You can get all eight Canadians to sign. Oh, wow. So right. That's really cool. That's fantastic. That's really good. Yeah, and, and so what we learned from last show, which was our first show being involved in, in terms of the autograph side since we've taken it over, but, you know, we had some issues with the last show trying to get people through the line. So we've got a, um, a couple of things that we're doing differently this year. One, we, we sold uh, fast passes, and that allowed people to um, – go to the front of the line, people that had uh, time issues and wanted to get in and get out quickly. Um, it, it didn't work as well as we had hoped because it was something that the people were um, uh, waiting in. We, uh, basically what happened is we sold as many tickets as people wanted to buy. And we found that people that you know were buying too many and then the people that bought regular tickets were waiting too long. So what we've done this year is we've limited them fast passes to 20 tickets that's it when they're sold out no more fast passes and we start with the regular line so those people in line with regular tickets know when the thing's going to start they're not waiting until all the fast passes are through and um, that's going to be great and in terms of the multi-packs what we're trying to do here is instead of making people go into line we had four Maple Leafs last year, and that caused a bit of a problem because people would wait in one line, then they'd have to start and get in another line and start and wait there and wait in the next one. So what we're going to do is anybody buying the multi-packs will go through and get one after another after another um, so that they can just go right through the line and not have to you know, reline up for the next guy. And then when those tickets are through, we will start with the individual tickets. So the people that will uh, will call those people to line as soon as the fa- the uh, multi packs are through, 
and they can wait individually in the lines, and that, that should work a lot smoother. We put a lot of thought into this, and there's no perfect way, but we're trying to eliminate the long lineups and dis- any disappointment from the people buying the tickets. Awesome. Man, that sounds great. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. They saw a problem and they fixed it. So here, yeah, here we no, go. <laughs> no one wants to stand in line. So it's a good deal. All right, man. So look, so not only are you guys running the autograph pavilion, you also have your own selection of pictures, pucks, sticks, pretty much all kinds of memorabilia in your booth. So logistically, w- what goes into getting that great selection and running the floor and running all that? So how does that all come together for you? Well, again, um, learning uh, a process. We've been involved with the show in terms of our our own booth for many, many years. And that was, you know, a, a task, but it we kind of had it down. We kind of designed the booth. It was usually a 10 by 40 booth. We'd, you know, focus all our attention on what products go in, what we can uh, keep everybody happy with in terms of a good mix of products from sell-off products to current products at discounted prices so that everybody gets a good deal everybody walks away in any price range with with something from Frameworth if they want it um this year so last year what we found was uh, we ran out of mystery boxes some of our products early so we're adapting to that we also found that uh we had between the autograph pavilion and the regular show it caused a little bit of a havoc so learning from what we found out last time we have two groups of people working on this we have our autograph pavilion people and we have our own uh, booth people different set of staff so they've been working for two or three months selecting product uh, designing it trying to figure out what would be great as door crashers so we have a whole list of door crashers that are exceptional prices like well below uh, cost or well below uh, retail getting closer to wholesale prices or even below um, limited amounts. So you got to get there early. They'll go on sale at certain times of the day and we'll pre-list those. So people can go online and figure out when they're going to be available. And then uh, we have a cross section of everything from our exclusive players, our most popular items from Sidney Crosby and Jonathan Taves um, all the way down to, you know, guys that are more obscure. All those guys are going to be on sale. Um, at really, really good prices. So that's one of the reasons people come to this show is they're looking for deals, um, and we want to make sure that they walk away happy. Awesome. Yeah, I've, I've seen it firsthand, Paul. It's uh, It really is like a who's who of, of NHL players, and the deals are freaking fantastic. Sounds good to me. <laughs> so I can't wait till you get up there and see it. Uh, tell us about the mystery boxes because, uh, well, these things are just amazing as as they are. But how how do our customers get a hold, or how do I'm sorry, how do our listeners get a hold of one? And uh, this is the twenty five the twenty fifth year anniversary. So what's going into them that that might not have been in there before? Well, you know, it's funny um, when I when I thought of this idea for the mystery boxes. One of the things, the criteria that I use because I attend that show personally, I, it's a great chance for me to meet all our end-user accounts. And, and funny, um, when I'm down there now, and I was just at the NHL alumni dinner, and there's a group of the guys that were outside uh, outside the event waiting for the players to come out and get autographs. And a number of them recognized me because I had met them at the show. So the goal with the mystery boxes is that my goal was, if I'm there and somebody opens a mystery box, I don't want to see anybody complain that they got ripped off or they didn't get a good deal, et cetera. Now, 
so I personally designed the mystery box so that there is a jersey, a signed jersey, uh, at least uh, one or two. Um, actually, there's two eight by tens or or an eight by ten and a puck, and then there's a uh, uh, or a sixteen by twenty in in each box. So there's three items in each box minimum. They're all signed. What you will get is. Um, so when, when somebody opens that box, my goal was something in that box is going to excite them. Now, they may not get, they may not be a Pittsburgh fan, but they may get, but I don't think anybody's going to be disappointed if they got a Sidney Crosby signed jersey in there. Absolutely and they not. may not be a Montreal fan, but if they get a Carey Price, you know, 16 by 20 or a puck in there, they're going to get excited about that. If for no other reason than the value of the box, um, they're, they're going to get that all back in, in one item. Uh, there'll be a couple of throw-ins in each box, and it might be a traded player or it might be something else. But I, I really do, I'm really proud of the fact that I don't think I've ever seen anybody really disappointed with any of the boxes that they got. They may not have got their favorite player, but they always walk away feeling they've got their money's worth. And that's why those boxes are so popular. They'll go on sale this week online. Last year, uh, for the spring show, they were so popular, they sold out. I think we only had 20 that we could bring to the, to the show because we didn't anticipate selling that many online. Um, so this year we made some adjustments. There'll be plenty at the show as well. There's a big ticket item in uh, at least one where we have a game-used Sidney Crosby stick as the grand prize. Somebody's going to win that in one of the boxes. It obviously won't fit in the box, but we'll have it at the show to give them or, or mail it out after. So those boxes have been the most, I would say, the most popular over the last three or four years, to the extent that many of the competitors are, are knocking them off. But people trust our boxes and know that you're going to get the value out of ours that uh, is pretty much guaranteed. Last I'm sold. Year, yeah, <laughs> last year, with my own eyes, I witnessed a box opened, and it had – an Austin Matthews signed jersey in it. Wow. And a Sidney Crosby uh, signed blade in it. Jeez. So, I mean, the value's there, definitely. For sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. We <laughs> guarantee that the average, um, now you know what, I'm going from memory here. I think uh, I think the boxes are selling for something like three in the $300 range. But I think the, the retail value averages or is not really less than $700 on any one box. That's the way we've designed it. And the retail value can go up to uh, $7,500 if, if you get the right box. So. Sure. Wow. Sure. They're nice, man. Man, I'm sold. I'm sold. All right, so I'm sold on the mystery box. Now, tell me about this Wheel of Fortune. Sell me on that. What's What's going on with that? The Wheel of Fortune is another great item because it's, you know, very affordable. I think it's $20 a spin. You spin the wheel, and there's Crosby photos up there. There's Taves photos. Um, pretty, And then there's a mystery envelope, which might contain two or three uh, photos. But, again, the value of that is uh, of any item in there is, is worth a lot more than the $20 that you're spending. And the only uh, at, at retail... The only um, thing is you, you just might not get the guy that you're hoping for, but you're going to get your value. And it's a way for us to, um, you know, kind of move a lot of products. We get lineups for the mystery wheel, and when we get on a roll and somebody spins and, and it lands on Sidney Crosby, and, hey, look, if, if people get lucky and there's – we've had 
I think at one point three spins in a row for Sidney Crosby. Um, so that those people are walking away pretty happy for a twenty dollar uh, twenty dollar investment. They've got you know a three four hundred dollar item. Sure. So all of those things, it's the same kind of premise. You're going to get your value out of it. Um, it's a it's a bit of a crapshoot, but people have a lot of fun with that, and it's not that expensive. Okay, Brian, all this sounds great, but what about the guys and girls who can't make it up to the show? Uh, you guys are doing pre-orders, right? So how does that work? Uh, all you have to do is check out uh, frameworth.com, and, um, and you can certainly um, order anything you want uh, in advance. All the prices are listed there, all the players that are coming. Um, you can go online, see their price points, pick out the player that you want, send the products in here. We have customer service people that you can contact through the through the uh, online or um, with the direct uh, phone number that's provided on frameworth.com. There's also the sportscardexpo.com that you can find additional information on. Um, so there's once you go online, uh, we'll have somebody contact you tell you how to get the products to us. We can take it and get it signed for you. You can pre-order our product. A couple of really interesting things that we've got. Um, for the Mario Lemieux portion, um, it's, it's a pricey deal. It's not in everybody's wheelhouse, but for $1,000, you will get the chance to have a photo with uh, Mario, and you can, uh, you'll can you get some product signed. In addition, we've got a special product that's available through that, which is something that we had a, a photo that's never existed before with Sidney Crosby and Mario Lemieux. Sidney's already signed these. Mario signed them uh, at the show in front of you. And we, I believe, are going to list that after the show as a $1,500 retail item. So that's one of the things you're going to get, plus another autograph, plus a photo of, of Mario and a chance to meet him, all, for, all within that package. So that you can order online and, and uh, pre-buy. Uh, we also have a, uh, for Ray Bork, we've got a, a piece that Ray will sign at the show. It's never been launched. Uh, it will include Bobby Orr. So two, two of the greatest defensemen that ever played for Boston in one photo, certainly the greatest and arguably the second greatest, but um, defensemen, they'll be on a photo together. We'll be able to get Bobby to sign it because we have a signing with him a couple weeks after the show. And so they can leave that photo with us, and we'll get them both on it. So there's some really interesting things. It's well worth going online to check out what we do, even if you're coming to the show, so you can prepare properly uh, for arriving at the show. And if you can't come to the show, you'll see all the things available there. Man, that's awesome. Is there any other social media, Facebook, Twitter, anything like that that you guys have? Yeah. So, uh, excuse me, our Twitter account uh, is at uh, Frameworth. Sport. That's FR, and you know, a lot of people confuse frameworks with framework. So the spelled F R A M E W O R T H Sport, S P O R T, one word, Framework Sport. That's our uh, Twitter account. Uh, the uh, Facebook account uh, is at uh, is frameworth.sport. And Instagram is Frameworth Sports at Frameworth Sports. Awesome. So you can find it all. Uh, we've got pretty much everything on social media. I actually do a lot of work um, uh, with my staff on Twitter in particular. 
Um, I try and answer questions on Facebook as much as I can. Um, I don't want to get into wars with people on there, but I try and answer whatever question that I can. Twitter, I try and keep uh, updated if I'm at an event or meet a celebrity that our fans might be interested in. I try and post it on Twitter wherever I can. I did the other night with... Uh, with uh, the Alumni Award dinner, and then we did something with Canada Post. So uh, we're pretty active there. We keep up up to date and we monitor on a regular basis. So if you have any questions or concerns, certainly get us there. Awesome. Awesome. Good stuff, man. Man, I'm ready. I'm prepped. I'm ready to go now. The only thing I need? Mm-hmm. I need a little bit more money now. <laughs> a little bit more money. Yeah, man. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> It amazes me what, you know, the amount of money that people spend on this stuff, but then, you know, collectors are a unique breed, and uh, today, uh, you know, it's a, it's a common uh, thing where everybody's trying to, well, not just for their own needs, a lot of people want to just have wall decor and get their favorite players, other people are using it as an investment, see if they can like the stock market, uh, select the right products that are going to appreciate in value. My advice to anyone is, first and foremost, buy what you like. You know, Make sure that you're happy with the piece. And then if it happens to go up in price, um, which many of them do, uh, that's a big bonus. Double win. Double win. All right, uh, Brian, thanks for joining us today, and uh, we look forward to meeting you up in Toronto in a couple of weeks. Sure, certainly. Stop by, and for all the people listening, I'll be there all the time. Feel free to come out, ask for me, and I'm happy to introduce myself and chat with you for a little while. Awesome. Sounds great, man. All right, guys, you hang tight. We'll be right back. This is Shane from Woody Sports Cards here on Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break, and we just got off the phone with uh, uh, Brian Aaronworth from Frameworth. We did. And we're going to go, stay on the photography scope of things yes we are okay and we're gonna welcome to the show miss emily i'm gonna get your name right roganberg is that right miss emily yep that's right awesome i just wanted to make sure i did you did you justice there uh emily you i'm gonna let you introduce yourself but i think your work is amazing so please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about how long you've been into photography sure thank you thank you guys for having me i'm excited to be on (laughs) Um, I love your podcast. I did a little bit of listening, and um, I was laughing like pretty much instantly. So yes, uh, yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, just a little bit about me. Uh, my name is Emily Ragenberg, and I have been doing photography for um, a couple of years now. Honestly, it's been something that one of those things that I've always had an interest in and always dabbled in. You know, pretty much since I was like in high school and college, but. Um, didn't really do it professionally until the last year. Um, I had worked in product development for about five years at a consumer goods company here in Cleveland. And um, I decided to start basically just doing photography on the side, you know, um, portraits, um, headshots for people, things like that, and just kind of dabbling to see what I could do, you know, to kind of have a little side business or something that just kept me interested outside of my day job. And then um, really when I got my start into creating a full business out of it was during the Cavs parade. Um, And that's where I took some photos from a helicopter and then it kind of launched from there. So that's kind of the quick background, but yeah. Well, that works. Easy easy enough, right? Yeah, it does. It does. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's see. So you're based in Cleveland, correct? 
Yes. Okay, so are you like a Seatown sports fan? I mean, is that are you Cleveland all the time, or are you more of a Cubs <laughs> fan, or how does that work out there for you? Yeah, it's interesting with the business perspective of it, too, because um, basically what I've gotten into doing since the Cavs parade last summer is doing aerial photo shoots of different um, championship parades, which has been really fun. But I'm in Cleveland, and um, I can't hold my bias from that because people in Cleveland are nuts about sports, and it's completely rubbed off on me. I actually am from Indiana originally, and um, to be honest, you know, I I would watch the Colts growing up. I'm from Indianapolis, so I would watch the Colts. I would watch the Pacers, and my parents watched and everything. And I went to Indiana University, so I'm a big Hoosier basketball fan, but um but when I came to Cleveland, I wasn't thinking that I would really, um, you know, fall in love with the sports teams as much as I did. And then I met my husband, who I think might be the biggest Cleveland in general fan that there is in the world. <laughs> and he kind of just completely um, converted me into Browns, Indians, and Cavs fan full-time. So, yeah, I would say I'm a big sports fan here. <laughs> That'll do it, right? I mean, yeah, you for just sure. Meet the right person. Yep. Like I didn't, I didn't like Buffalo Wild Wings until I met Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right person will convert you to anything. <laughs> All right, let's 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 get into your work uh, because your mission statement on your on your uh, on Rogan, Roganbrook Studio says, says you want to create, capture, and celebrate the moments that bring people together, and you've done just that with these championship parade shots. Uh, where did the idea for this come from? I mean, how how do you even conjure up? I want to get in a in a helicopter and and take aerial photos of championship parades. How does that work? Yeah, um, so I can just kind of give you the background on that day and you know how I got started, just a little bit more in depth, if that would be helpful. Sure. Um, so basically, I, like I said, I was doing some photography on the side when the Cavs were in the playoffs and um, I had thought it would be really fun to get some great pictures. You know, on the day of game seven, everyone was going downtown. I went downtown with some friends and I was like, if they win today, this is the opportunity to get pictures. Um, you know, it'll be amazing. So when they won, it was what, like 10 or 11 at night and dark and the streets were crazy. And outside of pictures of like the backs of people's heads because it was just packed downtown and people were like standing on cars and stuff. <laughs> I was like, I tried to get what I could, but to be honest, when you're celebrating a championship after like 50 years in a city, you're not really thinking too much about getting photos. Sure. <laughs> so that day kind of came and went. And then, you know, the, there were a couple other big things that people kept celebrating for like a week. I mean, we hadn't won a championship in 50 years, so people were not going to let this just be something that kind of, came and went um so that you know that week they when the team came back from california um you know every everybody went to the airport like everybody was there to greet them there was like confetti at the airport and then you know we all heard about the parade which was happening um that wednesday after they won and so i was just thinking to myself like i i have to be there you know i was at everything else i was downtown for all the games and i just want to be a part of that and when it came down to it, um, I actually went into work that day and, you know, I was sitting with a friend who she was like, I'm not sure if I want to go. And my husband was kind of like pooped from all the like things that we had done already, the games and um, the just all the celebrations. So he was like, I'm not going down there. And I was like, I have to be a part of this. I can't just like let this come and go and not, you know, say I was down there. 
Um, so I, like I said, I've been dabbling in photography and I, um, have a couple of photographers that I really admire and Gray Malin is one of them and he does aerial beach photography. So, um, you know, I had kind of had the idea that something from above could be a really cool shot. Um, and I thought, wow, could we get some pictures of the city and all the people down there and, you know, just this whole thing from above because everybody's there was, you know, projected to be like a million people there. So I figured, you know, everyone's going to be down there. I'm not sure what kinds of angles we'll get from above, but maybe we can do that. So, um, so yeah, I ended up calling basically every helicopter company in the city at nine in the morning when the parade was supposed to start at like 11. And um, luckily, finally was able to find one. Um, but I actually, you know, all of them were rented out. So I actually called one company back and I just said, I know you guys don't have any more spots for the day, but can you like call some of your customers and ask if I can just like buy out their spot because I really need to do this. Um, and so the guy kind of laughed at me and he was like, I'll call you back if so. So he called me back luckily and um, I was able to buy out somebody else's spot for a pretty expensive price. <laughs> and so I called my husband and I was like, what do you think about this? And he was like, well, it's really up to you, you know, just like fully putting it on me. So there was kind of a lot of pressure um, to, to make this a successful thing for my business. And so um, so anyway, I was able to go. We went above the city and got the shots. And um, just being up there and the emotion of the day and the emotions that were so, you know, present in the city is really what led to that mission statement. I, it didn't really come until later until I saw, you know, everyone there celebrating, being happy, finding common interest in the cabs and in the city um, versus, you know, after, for the last couple of years, obviously, things have been kind of divided in our, in, you know, the whole country and everything. And on days like that, everybody puts differences aside and just comes together. And, um, you know, it's pretty cool to see something like that bring people together. So that's basically where the mission statement came from was that day and taking those photos. That sounds like um, a lot of work went into that in a short period of time, and you came out with the best possible result that you could have. <laughs> yeah, completely nailed it. <laughs> Way to wing it. I really appreciate people that can wing it like that. Winged it. I like that. I like what you did there. Winged it. I like that. That's awesome. Do helicopters have wings, though? I don't no, think they have no, wings. No. no. <laughs> That's awesome. What a great story. That's fantastic. <laughs> all right, so on your website, we've seen, you know, you can go there, you can check out the pictures from the, um, all the different parades you've done, New England, Chicago, Cleveland, um, which are all very, very cool. But which one is your personal favorite? Um, obviously, it has to be Cleveland. You know, I live here, and I'm from here now, and um, there's there was nothing like, that was the first one that I did, too. So since then, I've kind of turned this into a business where I'll go to these different cities and take photos. Um but yeah, it's got to be Cleveland. I mean, I'm telling you, the emotions of the day, I'm sure it was the same if you were down in the city, but seeing it from that level and just seeing the people down there um, all coming together was really cool. I mean, it was really a, an emotional experience. So it's got to be Cleveland. <laughs> so how much, so, all right, Cleveland was, we, we, we discovered that was a kind of a, impromptu thing but how much planning went into the other two uh, two shoots i mean how far in advance did you need to uh i mean well they they win a championship so you have literally amount of just an amount of days but how far in advance did you have to to plan all those yeah so i mean there's 
a couple sides to it because since the Cleveland parade, I've um, done a lot of research about different helicopter companies, and I try to use the same one so that um, I can at least text them and or call them and just say, hey, guys, like, if you're available this week of, like, when there is going to be a parade, we're thinking in the Midwest, like, for the, the Cubs parade, we knew it was obviously either going to be Cleveland or Chicago um, because of the World Series. And so we had just told them, you know, there, it's probably going to be happening during this week time frame. And um, if we can get something together one of those days, and they'll usually give me a pretty outrageous price to like book them that far in advance. But um, it's kind of something that I have to do in order to like protect the fact that I would be somebody getting a helicopter because obviously, um, you know, it's something that I'm sure they get booked up during those times. So clearly, um, and so yeah. But the cha- the other side of that is there's the challenge of you don't know even who the two different cities are going to be until you know a couple weeks before. So we're sitting here watching the World Series, thinking like, oh yeah, it's probably you know hopefully we'll have another World Series in Cleveland, and maybe Cleveland will win this year. And then you know when the playoffs started and they were out the first round, it not only heartbreaking but it also kind of just like changes the way we think about our business and everything like that so um so yeah i mean now all we can do is just kind of prep for what we know um but it it really doesn't come down until whoever wins the championship and then that's when we really have to kind of go into game mode um when new england won in january we uh or february we um that what was it? It was probably the day before. I think it was like the Super Bowl was on Sunday and that Monday my husband and I woke up and we were like, okay, well, I guess we're driving to Boston today. So um, it's just, it's been a little bit off the cuff, but we we try to do what we can to plan. That's awesome. Well, at least you didn't decide to drive to Atlanta at halftime of the Super Bowl <laughs> to get ahead of things because that would have been bad. <laughs> you would have had to rework, reroute that once. Yeah. So it's, has this changed the way you walked? watch sports now like like right now the world series is going on and you know yeah. game one the dodgers win and then last night was the most epic game in the world of in, in the history of the baseball evidently and i completely missed it because i was watching the lakers and the wizards but um that that's neither here nor there so are you watching the world series differently now or are other sporting events going well i've now i have to go to houston or now i have to go to la uh is it changed the way you you cheer for teams maybe um, yeah, totally. I mean, me, myself, my, you know, my husband was always kind of watching these games and stuff. But once my team was out, I mean, it's, I wasn't someone who was sitting there like paying attention to every detail in the past. Whereas now, yeah, I mean, I'm much more involved in, in watching these kinds of games and seeing what's going on and, and who I root for, too, because obviously, um, you know, if the Yankees would have then uh, made it past to the World Series, then I probably would be rooting for whoever was, <laughs> whoever was, you know, playing them because I, you know, they're the ones who knocked out Cleveland. So, Stupid um, but also at the same time, we, we have to think about the demographics of the city, how long it's been since this team has um, won a championship, you know, how many people are there, how big the city is, how laid out it is. So, um, you know, I think with LA, I think, I think I saw that this is their first World Series appearance in like 29 years. Is that right? It's SE 87, 88. Yeah, in the yeah, later 80s. Yeah. yeah. So it's With been Kurt a while. Gibson, 88, yeah. So that plays a part in 
probably the sales of these pictures and how important they are. I mean, if the, um, let me think of a theme, like basically if, if the Yankees would have won it, mm-hmm. um, it probably wouldn't have been as big of a deal to the people in New York because they've kind of seen that a lot in their lifetime. 27 times. But for the Dodgers or the Astros, um, we were kind of rooting for them just because of the fact that, you know, these people are going to be emotional about this and probably be, you know, so excited and uh, really want to make a big deal about this championship so that it's something that might not happen every year. So for Houston, who's never won a Houston, who's only been to one World Series and has never won a World Series, you're going to have to get down here quickly if they win. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a big deal. It's <laughs> going to be a real big yeah, deal. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. right, exactly. And and so because of things like that, you know, I find myself kind of rooting for Houston. Um, also, you know, Houston's had a lot of hardships over the last couple of months, so I think it would be cool for them to win for that reason. Of course. Oh, for sure, absolutely. You're talking about bringing people together. That would be something that would definitely – their town could rally around down there for sure. Um, okay. So I think I have a very cool job, but you get to take pictures from a helicopter. All right. So how high up do you actually get to go? And does it like freak you out when you're like hanging outside this helicopter trying to take pictures all for the name of just something artwork? You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I got asked this. Um, I posted a picture recently of the last photo shoot I did. Um, and it was uh, of my feet like hanging out of the helicopter and you know of course people are like oh my goodness that looks crazy like I could never do that and um I we go so I asked the pilot the last time we were up and he said we were about 600 feet in the air so you know it's it's not actually super high you're not like hanging out of like where a plane would be um obviously anywhere near that but um it's high enough that if you let yourself think about it, I'm sure it, it gets a little bit um, unnerving. But for me, especially for the very first one I did and ever since then, when I go up in the helicopters, I'm never, ever just like looking out like, oh, wow, it's so pretty. I'm like trying to get every single shot that I can possibly get to be able to use it for my business, to be honest. Um, so really, it's kind of more like a work assignment and I'm not thinking about the fact that I'm up so high. I mean, obviously the views and everything are incredible and gorgeous, but um, I try not to think too much about it. So uh, I do have other fears. It's not like I'm just like somebody who doesn't have fears like that. And and I do get, I do get kind of, um, you know, shaky when I'm on a high building or something like that. But for whatever reason with the helicopter, they're actually really smooth too. Um, you know, you pretty much just hover and float as you lift off the ground, and then you just kind of float along. It's you know, depending on how fast you're going. Um, but yeah, it's, it's for whatever reason that's something that doesn't bother me too much, and I think it's probably because I'm just so focused on getting the pictures that I need that I try not to think about it. Well, God bless you, because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that would freak me out a little yeah, bit. I, I, I was. <laughs> Paul and I were talking off air. I've never ridden in a smaller helicopter like that, but I was in the military, so I've ridden in Chinooks and Hueys and and um, Blackhawks, and they it, it was scary. I'm not gonna lie; it was probably the most <laughs> terrifying part of my military career was you know sitting in a a moving object in the air that has a door that just kind of flings open that you can jump out of if you want to. <laughs> it's scary to me. It's scary, scary to me. Okay, you you kind of touched on it. Uh, earlier but i want to ask you can you can you feel 
Can you feel the magnitude of what's happening on the ground f- from the air? Because these things are really powerful. You know, it's especially like in Cleveland where, when it's been so long, or in Chicago where it's been so long since they won a championship. Can you feel the magnitude of what's happening on the ground? Is it palpable in the air? Yeah, I think um, you know. I'm still to the point where I've only I'm only seeing these cities at that angle for the first time. Okay. Um, so when I did Cleveland, when I went to Chicago, when I went to New England, um, I've seen the cities before, but not from that angle. And just to even see the city and the skyline, especially for Cleveland, where I'm from, from that angle, and um, to just you know when you're above and in between the buildings and you can see the entire baseball stadium right next to the, um, to the Quicken Loans arena and everything like that. I mean, just seeing that is amazing. And then when you throw in the fact that all these people are there and you, you know how excited they are because you're just as excited. Um, yeah, really, you can definitely feel it. I would say. Um, and you know, it's funny too, because people now, like if I, post a picture that I did a helicopter shoot somebody will say oh my gosh I saw, saw a helicopter like was that you up there oh. so um I think yeah as we're far away but I think you can still feel it it's I mean it's something that if you are from those places then obviously you're going to be excited but even like when I went to Chicago that was obviously heartbreaking for us because they played Cleveland and sure. we spent a lot of time thinking about if we would even do that shoot or not but at the end of the day i mean you know chicago hadn't won um the cubs hadn't won a championship in 108 years and so we were like you know this even though they beat cleveland it's something historical to remember we got to capture it so even going there to a city where i really don't have any ties to you could just feel how excited people were awesome yeah, man, that, that place in Chicago, they just went nuts when they won. They sure That's did. pretty cool. Yeah, they sure did. That's awesome. So you, we yeah. talked, you, you just talked about this a little bit, but like, I guess when you're taking the pictures using the skylines for the, for the backdrops, I mean, that's got to like be awesome. You know, I mean, I know Dallas has a great skyline. Like, that would be cool if, if we actually ever won anything down here. But, uh, <laughs> but we don't. So, um, but how do you, do you actually like, like go for that? Do you try to get to capture everything around it, or you just focus more on the parades and the players? Yeah, so I mean, I definitely think the skyline has something to do with it because um, I, I have shots of both from both uh, Cleveland and Chicago where you can just see like the crowds of people and then some of them where you can um, see the skyline and the crowds of people. And I think the skyline is really what draws people into my photos a lot of the time. You know, if I'm ever like selling um, at a boutique or something around town, a lot of times people will come up and be like, what a cool shot of Cleveland and I'll say oh yeah that was actually from the Cavs parade last year and they'll be like oh my gosh I didn't even notice that but now that you say that Uh wow look at Uh all those people so I think it's definitely something where um, people like to see um, it's just a way for them to remember the day and see the city and kind of bring it all together I think you know it's not just a photo of LeBron on stage because um you know, we all kind of saw that on TV, but maybe we all didn't see what that looked like from above. Actually, I know that we all didn't see that. Um, and so I think that's really what I'm capturing for these people, all the people that are on the ground celebrating that aren't able to see it from above. Um, that's what I want to show them and show like the city skyline and what that looks like, because like I said, it's, it's emotional to see. So sweet, man. I, 
she she took one of coming. I guess I'm going to mess up the name of the. Well, I don't know the building, but you it's in your Chicago. I'm sorry, your Cleveland shot, and it's got the, Le, the LeBron huge poster or billboard ad in it and that was like my eye was drawn to that and then I was drawn down to the people I was like wow this is amazing if I was from Cleveland this would totally be something I would hang in my home but I'm not from Cleveland so <laughs> <laughs> so we'll put one in the studio you might instead. have to convert you <laughs> hey let's talk about your your apparel design because the, I was checking those your shirts out and uh, hats and everything like that yesterday but you have a lot of different cities that you do but your Cleveland ones are amazing uh, do you have a favorite piece that you've done for that line? And where do those where do those ideas and concepts come from? Um, so yeah, the the apparel kind of came after I started doing the photos, and it really was just another way for us to just show that kind of like hometown pride. And a lot of what we do comes out of the emotions of sporting events and um, just people rallying around their city and things like that. So that's kind of where a lot of the ideas come from. Um, you know, I'll be like at a game, at a playoff game, sitting in the crowd, and I'll be like, I want to go home and make this shirt right now because I, like, think of something while I'm there. Um, or I'll be, like, watching a game at home and have my computer on my lap just, like, thinking of, like, ideas for shirts. Um, so that's kind of, you know, it all kind of plays together. But then if I had to pick a favorite, I think my favorites are still probably some of the first ones that we made, which um, it says Cleveland, and it's kind of stacked the letters are stacked on top of each other and sure. it has actually that photo you were just talking about um of the you know the city and the the building uh, the building is called terminal tower and then the poster of lebron and all the people and um the terminal tower is kind of coming out of one of the letters at the top so that one that photo is probably my favorite out of all the cleveland photos and then um to put it you know with the word Cleveland and have that be so impactful, I would say that's probably still my favorite. I really dig that one as well. It's cool, but you know what it's not as cool as? What's that? These hats. Those hats. <laughs> These hats are great, man. Like, they are so cool. Like, where did that whole idea come from to put the skyline on the bill, like underneath? That's really cool. Thanks. Um, I, you know what? I'd never really seen something like that before. And then we, we were thinking about, you know, we have t-shirts, is there anything else we could do? And I think I've seen like where people will put um, a word underneath the bill, but I was like, well, we have these pretty awesome photos. Like how would, how cool would that be if we could put the skyline under there? So um, kind of just, you know, some brainstorming about different things we could do and thought it would look cool underneath instead of, you know, we, we toyed around with the idea of putting it like on the front or something like that, but we thought it was cool for it to be kind of a little surprise on the bottom. We had a conversation in the office the other day about uh, due to the, we saw your giveaway. Are you still doing the giveaway, by the way, for the the Cleveland hat? Is this, um, is, we, so that has closed. Okay. But we actually do a giveaway every Monday. Okay. Um, so every Monday, usually around um, like noon Eastern time, sure. We do a giveaway, and um, it, it changes week to week, but. Okay. We'll probably do a hat probably sometime again soon. Awesome, because what happens? We were we were looking at that giveaway and we saw that uh, that the skyline was on the, on the underneath of the bill, and we had a conversation, like probably a good twenty minute conversation about how that space is so underutilized in hats. So there's just <laughs> there's just nothing there typically. So that's true. Uh, her the concept that's of putting true. the skyline there is pretty awesome. All right, uh, we are up against it, Emily, and this has been a lot of fun. Fantastic. I want to thank you, thank you for your time. But before we let you get out of here, can you drop? all your social media so our listeners can go and check you out sure so my social media is just my name it's 
at Emily Roggenberg on Twitter, Instagram, um, Facebook, and all of those. And that's E-M-I-L-Y-R-O-G-G-E-N-B-U-R-K. And I actually have a promo code for you guys on my website, if that's okay. Oh, that's awesome. Perfect. Um, yeah, so we set up a promo code. It's um, just the name of the show, Fat Packs. And you can use it on my website, emilyragonkirk.com, for 30% off. Wow, 30% that, off. That's awesome. Are we eligible for that? Yeah, heck yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go get me one of those Cleveland AF shirts. There you go. <laughs> I need that in my life. There you go. I need that in my life. <laughs> there, you there you go. go. Awesome. <laughs> now, uh, I said I said that was the last question, but I want to ask you one more thing. Um, next okay. year, next year the, um, the, the 2018 National Sports Card Collection – our convention is in Cleveland, and uh, will you come and be our guest at the show? Can you just like come by for a day and hang out for me, do do an interview or something like that? Oh yeah, I would love that. That would be so fun. Dude, awesome. she should set up, man. She should bring her pieces with her and like set up. She there, totally man. should set up. I think. It yeah, would there's be like awesome. 800 vendors there. It's, it's huge. It's, it's massive. I will email you about that and get that all worked out. But uh, we would love to have you there as well. Okay, thank you very yeah, much. Awesome. Thank you, thank you very much for uh, jumping on with us and. Uh, Man, let's do this again. Let's do this again in Cleveland. She said yes, so let's do this again in Cleveland. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. And good luck with this uh, this World Series coming up, whether you get to go to Houston <laughs> or right. L.A. So, good deal. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. This is Sean Phillips from Fletchville Corner, and you're listening to Becker Radio. All right, man. Emily and Brian, if you need them. Or Brian and Emily, if you need them, whichever. I definitely do. Yeah, you definitely need them. I definitely do, man, because I learned a lot about hockey and I learned a lot about helicopters. Well, there you go. So I'm that's, good. That's really. A, it's been a great show. It's a it's a learning experience. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I want to mention again, uh, if you guys didn't catch the last part of that interview with Emily, she has a thirty percent discount code for you on her website, and I definitely want you to go check it out because. Man, aside from the hats and the, and the t-shirts and everything, those those photos are amazing. Yep, they're legit. Uh, they, they are they are very legit. I'm gonna I'm gonna get one and hang it up in the studio in here. I'm getting a hat, man. You get a hat. I might. So uh, that 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 code to use at checkout is Fat Packs F A T P A C K S. Thirty percent. Thirty percent. That's legit too. Yeah, it sure is. And she's gonna come join us at the national next year. So, boom, 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 boom. Can't can't complain about anything else. Nope. Uh, also, since we're talking about uh, the National and all that stuff and, and all that fun, we hung out with uh, Chris Keller at the National last this last one, hanging out there, you know, a little bit. And we're going to be hanging out with him again in Chicago in a couple of weeks. We are, we are. But he is celebrating his third year of breaking at Top Shelf Breaks. Ah. So happy anniversary, Chris! I hope you guys, I hope you guys are enjoying it over there, having fun. Dude, what a crazy week! Yeah. Because every breaker I've seen is going insane right now. Sure. Because there's so many products. Right. And they're trying to get them all like in and busted. Sure. And this timed and scheduled and. Yeah, man, it's, it's a crazy time. It's like he, it's like a holiday season for them or something. I, he, we were talking recently, and he said it was six hundred thousand dollars worth of new product. Yeah, it's, re- it's crazy. So go check out Top Top Shelf Breaks, and uh, I'm, you won't be disappointed. You're gonna have a lot of fun. Yep. He's got that no skunk policy where you will not get skunked. So uh, happy anniversary again, Chris, and we will see you in a couple weeks hanging out in Chicago at the. Uh, the Chicago Sun Times, Chicago Fanatics show, whatever you guys want to call it. Now I don't, I don't know what it's called. I'm so confused. I think it's Fanatics. I don't know. I'm confused about what it is. The Chicago Sportsland show. I'm just. We're just going to be there. We're just going to be there. We're going to be, be at the Rosemont Center. Yeah, I know where that is. So there we go. So there we are up there, and we're going to be in Toronto in a couple of weeks. Looking forward to that as well. 
I, I don't I don't I don't know what to say about that other than I, it's going to be a good time coming off that interview with Brian. I'm excited about the guest list for sure. You know that. So you we were talking about the uh, the gala dinner. Yeah, man. And uh, the, well, that's a fifteen hundred dollar ticket there. It is fifteen hundred dollars. But you're getting some quality some quality items out of it. So. But see, what we didn't talk about though was the food. Yeah, I don't. Know. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're gonna spend fifteen hundred dollars, yeah, I get it. You get yeah. these autographs, meet these players, blah blah blah. I got it. I got it. That's yeah, whatever. That's part of it. Right. How about the food? You know. I is it buffet? Is it all you can eat? Is I don't it sit-down steak? I mean, what are we talking? I don't know. I didn't look at the menu because I wasn't going to go. <laughs> so um, I'm going to check out the menu. You're going to check out the menu yeah, and you might buy be, a ticket? It, yeah, it could be a, a deal breaker <laughs> one way or the other. <laughs> sweet, 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 sweet. Okay, man. Uh, man, a lot of stuff's going on right now sports-wise in the, in the crazy craziness of the world. Again, we missed the best game of the World Series ever last night. We did. We did a um, good job with that. <laughs> A lot of firsts last night happened. Uh, first time this season the Dodgers have lost a game when they're leading in the eighth. Yep. They were 98-0. and 0. Whew, That's amazing. And now they're 98-1. and 1. Yeah, and that, that one is huge for Man. Houston to get that split yeah, in L.A. Exactly. Bringing it home to Houston where, you know, we were talking a little bit about, you know, everything that's going on down there, man. They have really rallied behind this team down there. They have a lot to play for. They're not playing playing for just themselves. They're playing for the whole entire city. It reminds me a lot of the Saints. Sure. You know, after the Katrina thing when they were, you know, Drew Brees kind of was all rallied around him and, and the city and doing all this stuff. So, oh, man, watch out, L.A. Could be in trouble. I, you know what I, I, I took away from the most of it was how much fun Jose Altuve is having. He is, man. <laughs> he's just having a, he's having a good time. Um he was just excited, you know. He could barely get the words out, and yep. and uh, you know, for a guy that was told, "No, you're not going to make it," for him to make it and now be on this stage and then hit the bomb that he hit last night, right? It, he's having a lot of fun now. I'm, I'm, I find myself rooting for the rooting Astros, for the Astros you know? a little bit, yeah. He's, and he's a guy, hobby wise, that you know doesn't get a lot of love and respect. And I think this could change. That. I think it's changing a little bit already. Yeah, <laughs> I think it is a little bit already. But uh, no, it is fun, and I think that's what keeps him loose. And and you know, nothing seems to phase him. You know, because he's having fun, and the spotlight doesn't doesn't get to him. Yeah, it doesn't. And that's exciting to see that that he's having just as much fun as a uh, as a seven year old out there playing. Sure, so it's good stuff. Did, I, I, did you see the highlights of the uh, the Buster only autograph uh, autograph the Buster only interview with him? Yes, he's. Oli's like a good foot taller than him, oh, yeah. and that's I'm like how Oli's taller than nobody. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, I love that meme that's yeah. going around where he's standing with Aaron Judge. Yeah, and uh, he's like, "Hey, good job, man. Way to way to go." <laughs> he's talking about going to Disneyland or something, and he's like, "That's great, man, but uh, you can't ride any of the rides because yeah. you're too short." You're too short. <laughs> so that was funny to see Oli actually taller than somebody. Him and him and uh, Altuve standing next to each other. He was a good foot. Uh, at least a good head taller than him you know it's crazy to see that that is funny oh all right uh also basketball wise season kicked off i think late last week yeah what are we three four games in something like that yeah it's just been and that's been crazy already it really has ben simmons has uh his first career triple double his second third game in yep i mean (laughs) and ball had one too right uh did he come up ball had one i think on the second one i think he he the first game was was eh. yeah his first game was he had like three points four assists and like was, seven was, boards or something like that. It was yeah. not good. But it was the not second good game was definitely a lot uh, more ball esque. Yeah, more ball esque. Uh, they played the Wizards last night, yeah, and uh, it, you know there was a lot of trash talking going on between uh, Mar- Martin Gorsat and um, I'm sorry, Marcin Gortat and uh, 
in, in ball. Right. Senior. Right. Which is funny that <laughs> well, your, yeah. your dad's talking trash. Exactly. Kind of, I don't know if I've ever seen that happen before. So what it was was uh, uh, John Wall was going to shut him down. And to his credit, John Wall did shut him down. Uh, ball did not have a point or an assist when Wall was holding him. Right. But when when Wall was off of him, you know, he, he did his damage. So, um, so he, next time they play... Wall don't go anywhere. Yeah, don't go anywhere. <laughs> Wall Wall won the battle, but the Lakers won the war. Won the definitely. War. Um, another exciting game last night was Over OT, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And another one was uh, the Houston Houston Rockets game. They won on the last second. I mean, not James Harden. James Harden blocked a shot, and then uh, coming down the coming down the court, passed it over to Gordon for the win. Won one hundred four, one hundred five. Nice. I'm sorry, one hundred five, one hundred four. Just. Uh, a lot of fun basketball going on early in the season right now. And the Nets, who the hell are these Nets? I've never even heard of these guys. And no, they, you haven't. <laughs> they beat the Cavs last night. They did. So it's been a they lot of did. fun early season. LeBron who? Yeah, exactly. LeBron who? Uh, the Warriors already have, what, two losses? Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's ridiculous, man. So it's it's a lot of fun. And we all know that the NBA season doesn't mean anything. It, 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 it we're just waiting for the playoffs to happen. But uh, it, it's been exciting here early with – and it, that's, I think that's good because, you know, hockey's going right now and the NFL's in full swing and baseball's in the, in the playoffs and World Series now. So for there to be some relevant noise coming out of the NBA is, is, is fun it's for a, me. It's an exciting time for sports, man, if you're a sports it fan. Really there's is. something going on. College football's ramping up, you know, yeah. a lot of undefeated teams still and just a lot of good football left to be played out on, on the college level. Yeah, man, it's exciting. Steven, uh, hockey-wise, Steven Samkos, comeback from injury, he's got 20, 20 points right now. And just, he's leading the league in points. Just killing it. Or, or, or he's leading the league in scoring, not, oh, okay. not points. I don't want to get that wrong. Uh, but he's leading the league in scoring. He's got 20 of them, and Kucherov is right behind him. That whole Lightning team is just on fire. That's fun, fun up, time. Living up to their name. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Nice. Exactly. Good deal. Um, all right, and then football, like we said, is there any team hotter than the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, Eagles, man. Yeah, I know. They've taken my – they went to school on my Redskins this year, man. Beat yeah. them twice already. And uh, Sunday was just – yeah, you know, they beat us. They, they looked horrible for a quarter and a half of that they game. They did. The Redskins looked like they were in control. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there was like some switch went off. And, and then Carson Wentz happened. And Carson Wentz happened. Like four TDs later. Um, Skins lost 10-point game. Yep. So, you know, it happens. Um, Carson Wentz, we have a, a rookie rundown countdown i don't know if it's a countdown or a rundown i don't know i don't see any numbers here so i'm going to call it a rundown okay rundown but uh our guy uh ryan crack now did this piece on beckett.com and we're going to go over a few of them so uh the 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 last one so the top one the 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 last one is it the last one it could be the least on how least determined one i don't know the 2016 score carson Wentz. this is in his north dakota north dakota yeah so that's uh that's the number 20 or whatever you want to call it number 10 uh, then classic again with his north. Okay, North Dakota classics rather. Uh, Panini football. Okay. Okay. Uh, prestige. Okay. Okay. All right. Select. See, these are all just base cards. All attainable. All yeah, very obtainable. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. The same thing. Like, uh, and that's good. Yep. That's good. Prism draft picks. Okay. I love these. I love these college uniforms. They're good stuff. And you know what I didn't realize? I was watching the game, and they, they actually run – they've actually incorporated some North Dakota plays into their offense. Yeah, they sure have. Which is hilarious. They sure have. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. Donruss. Okay. These are all very affordable off top. Rookies and Stars. Optic. Optic's nice uh, card. Prism. Prism's out, by the way, like you mentioned earlier. Go get yeah, you some of that. Go get some Prism, man. Uh, playoff. 
We're still going down here. Uh, Crown Royal, so that's got to be for, uh, yeah, Crown Royal. Not the drink. <laughs> yeah, no. Only uh, when you play against him. Elite. Plates and patches. Uh, Spectre. Now, right, now we're getting into the high-end stuff. All right. Clear vision. Okay. Preferred. Silhouettes. Okay. That's okay. a nice card. There we go. Number to 99. Uh, Origins or Inception. Um, okay. Let's see here. Uh, How many more we got? Because I want to make a guess in the last two. Prime signatures. I don't know. I'm just going down the You're list. Just going down the list. Okay. Uh, Phoenix. Oh yeah, Phoenix did a good job last year. Black gold. Okay. Certified. These are all RPAs now. Right, right, right. All right. Where, where's National Treasures? Immaculate Collection Collegiate. Okay. Unparalleled. Okay. Absolute. Man. Spectra. RPA. RPA. Great. Honors. Infinity. National Treasures Collegiate. Okay. I dig it. Man, you're holding you're, you're holding out here. Panini encased. All right. Immaculate. Pro style. Yep. Okay. Playbook. Okay. Contenders draft picks. Draft picks. All right. Contenders. All right. There we go. Flawless. Number to 20. All right. Has a little diamond in it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are cool. That's a real diamond, dude. Don't don't mess with the diamond. Impeccable. All right. It's probably a blood diamond. No one. Uh, All right. National treasures. Here we go. National treasures. Is that number one or on the bottom? Let me see. It's it's towards the bottom. Okay. Twenty sixteen Panini National Treasures. Carson Wentz. His most valuable rookie card, and really, it's not even much of a debate. That's really true. Those those RPAs are are nice on there. They are. Okay. Too rare to price. All right, so National Treasure was number one. Okay. So you got that right. Okay. Uh, Gala, number to eight. Yeah, that's those. That set that they do number to eight is just, um, you just don't even see them, man. It's almost like a one of one. Yeah, you it know, really I've, been, is. I've been looking for some of them on there, and you know, you type it in you know, once a week or something, and very few ever show up. Right. Ever. Doesn't matter who, what player it is. And then the other one is the Donruss Signature Series jersey number. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah so, to 11. Right. Yeah. So uh, those were two rate of price, but the National Treasures was number one. Man, if you, I, I guess as an Eagles fan and collector, you should be all over Carson Wentz right now if you're not already. Yeah, I think I think a great time was last year, man. Once he, once they had that little sputter midseason, um, I, people should have been buying his stuff, man. His stuff really, really went down, and uh, it would have been a great time to start picking that stuff up because it wasn't him. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he wasn't playing well, but it was the team. And now they've, they've really, write, write, you know, write that ship, written that ship. It's better Rided. now. They've yeah. righted that Yeah, ship. there you go. It's better now. It's a float. It's a float. It's a float. And um, clearly they're going to, you know, they've got complete control of the NFC East right now. And uh, they're on their way. We'll see they are that. on their way. They're on their way. Absolutely on their way. All right. And then other big news uh, happenings here at Beckett is we have acquired a comic book grading company. That is just CBCS. Awesome. It's uh, also posted there on the Beckett homepage. This is something new and exciting that, uh, well, we've heard rumblings of. There's, there's For a been, while. Yeah, there's been rumblings and, and yeah. guesstimations and things like that. So um, this is really cool. This is I, really cool. I dig it, man. I mean, why not? I mean, we... We put out great grading products as it is now, right? You know, for sports cards and, and right. what we do, we have BAS, we have all these things in place. Boom! Why not great comics? I agree. I agree. Good so, stuff. Uh, to celebrate this, we're going to have a comic book guest on next week. Woohoo! 
and uh, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about uh, what this means for for Beckett, uh, what it means for comic book grading, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, man, I'm excited. I just think it's just another way for Beckett to expand and to uh, you know be on top of another market. So I think it's going to be good stuff. Yep, I, I agree. I agree. All right, uh, before we get out of here, I want to g- mention that uh, last weekend, Matt and I. Oh, that's right. We went to the Dallas Fan Days. Do, 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 do. Wait, got to stop down here. I don't know what that do 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 was. I just I clicked on the page and I saw some breaking news. Yankees decide not to bring back Joe Girardi. Wow. Girardi is gone. Wow. An end of an era in New York. Him and Dusty Baker can go hang out now. Yeah, him and Dusty Baker can go <laughs> hang out. What, it's that, a shame when you win and you make the playoffs. Yeah. And you get fired. Well, he wasn't really fired. His contract was up, so he didn't. They well, just didn't renew it. Yeah, that's, that's the polite way. <laughs> that's of. the polite way of doing it. Okay, uh, let me get back to this. Uh, <laughs> Matt Matt Bible and I went and hung out at Dallas Fan Days uh, this past weekend. Our first time to be uh, to be there as press and, and having fun with, uh, with what was going on. I also brought my young son, Eli. I brought him. He dressed in – he was a cosplayer. Okay. And I brought him along to be kind of the mascot. The if mascot, you will, okay. The, if you will. So he Did had, you dress him as a fat pack, like no. a mini pack? <laughs> he, he dressed as the Lego Green Ninja from Ninjago. Nice. Uh, Lloyd. 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 That's two L's, right? Yes, two L's. <laughs> so we went and we hung out, man. Uh, you know, we we had access and could have went to the panels and things like that, but that I didn't want to do that. What I really wanted to go check out was uh, just like the show floor, what was being sold on the show floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, found one vendor that had that had non-sport cards. Okay. I bought a couple of boxes of Valerian Steel. Um did a quick periscope video for you guys to go check that out that was always that was fun but man the amount of funkos on the floor blew my freaking mind there was fun every time you so turned around there the was, funko days they, maybe instead of fan days there was funkos every time you turned around there was it was another funko and it was massive so you know now what matt bible feels every day when he gets those emails saying here's 10 more here's 10 yeah, more here's, here's 10, 10 more. more yeah yeah I, I i now know that i mean People had whole booths that were nothing but Funkos. Like, they had action figures and, and, and all that stuff. But Funkos was where it was at. And then a close second, Legos. Nice. A very close second. And they, they were everywhere, too. Every time I think of Legos, I think of Lisa. I miss Lisa Stiletto. I mean, oh, what's up, Lisa? How yeah, are you doing? How's it going, Lisa? I can't wait to see you. I know. Again. Where are you going to be? You going to be in Chicago, Toronto? Where do you go? We'll have I, to find out. I hope she's going to be here in February. That'll be good too. Yeah, it would be nice to see her again. So, right, we, but Legos and Funkos were everywhere on the floor. Um, there's a whole other side of this, and, and comic books too. But there's a whole other side of this collecting community that we have been uh, kind of like on the fringes of. But right. I think after going to this fan days and experiencing that. We got to get involved in it. I mean, it's just it has to happen for sure. And I think acquiring that comic book sure. deal is going to help us. I know, think help I us think so break too. in a little bit there. So, um, you know, maybe we can. I don't know how it's going to work. Maybe we can do on-site comic book grading. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how how it is. I don't know. Do you RCR comic book? I don't know. I don't know. These are all questions that'll that'll Better be be handled here ask. soon. I'm sure. That's right. So, uh, all right, man. That's it. I think so. I think that, uh, Redskins uh, play Dallas this week. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I'm excited. You're gonna skip church to go to <laughs> to see the Redskins in Dallas. It's a three thirty, so I'll, I'll be all right. We'll uh, see. Wait, uh, okay, I'll leave it alone. Yeah, leave I'll it alone. Leave okay, it alone. Um, that's it, man. Uh, guys, thanks for hanging out with us this week. I hope you had a lot of fun because we sure did. Go check out uh, Emily and her uh, Fat Packs thirty percent off discount code for you. Mm-hmm. Get you a hat, get you a shirt, get you a photo or something like that. Just have some fun with it. 
and uh, make sure you get your pre-orders in for the uh, Frameworth Pavilion. Uh, you got lots of lots of lots of signers there. Can't you can't beat that price on those Montreal Canadiens in that triple pack of the uh, oh, uh, Toronto yeah, no, Maple Leafs? Not, not at all. You can't beat that price. So uh, guys, go do that. All right. Again, and also yeah. check out Chris Keller. Yeah. Top shelf breaks. Tons of product this week. It's yes. going to flow into next week. Right. Check it out. He's running around with his head chopped off. I'm sure. Yeah. But he does his best work when he's doing that. So if, if you're listening to this on Thursday, he's doing day breaks now. Yeah, uh, he is. So he is. Go hang out with him on Thursday. He's doing day, and apparently he like cleaned up all his office and yeah. everything too. Yeah. I watched him the other day. It was pretty wild. Awesome. So <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> it's a little weird it's a, when you're watching him. <laughs> well, you watch him. He's opening packs and cleaning at the same time. You know, he's doing sweet. his thing. Very so. sweet. Okay, I'll, I'll take your word for it, buddy. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, again, thanks for hanging out. Until next week, just keep listening. Cue the Drake.